0: Mishnah
1: Yomi, Mishnah at Home. Welcome back to Mishnah B'yom at Home with Gabi and Kayla Krauss. We are up to Musachat Shkalim, Perek Gimel, Mishnah Dalad.
0: We're in Tractate Shkalim. we're in the third chapter, and the fourth Mishnah.
1: Mishnah Zoh chotemet et ha'isuk B'Ofen arichat Chumat Lishka asher n'aracha shalosh p'hamim b'shana k'efi Shenitbaer bereshit ha'perek. So this Mishnah is the last Mishnah of our parak, and it is going to talk about how they would take the withdrawals from the house of the treasury, and this would happen three times a year, just like we talked at the beginning of the parak.
0: Okay. <laughs> The half shkalim that would be left over after they would gather in the um, the uh, donations that were in the treasury house; those would be called the leftovers of the lishka, the leftovers of the treasury. Misharei lishka, ein mafreshim chumat halishka pam no Now these leftovers would um, would not be set aside again. Um, rather, we would take the shkalim um, that were brought to the Beit Hamikdash after the last time that the shkalim were gathered up and sorted. So basically, we have a sorting process. We have the coins that we're going to use. then there's the leftovers. And those leftovers, they stay there unless they're needed at some point for whatever other reasons that we've mentioned that we will mention. Mm -hmm. But in terms of the, we always take from the new stuff first. Every period of time that we have new stuff that comes in, whether a few times a year and all that, then we take from the new stuff.
1: Okay. Okay, into the Mishnah. Taram et Harishona mechapa' Umichapa bektavlaot. Shnia, umichapa bektavlaot. Shlishit, loha yamechape. Shema ishkach vitrom mean hadavar hatarum. Okay. Lachar bitsua trumat halishka harishona. So after they finished uh, taking the first donation, Kisa hatorem be or at Hatseish so now they have a bunch of leftover coins. So the person in charge here would cover the leftover half-shekels with a, um, with a big piece of leather. <laughs> okay, this way um, they won't mix together with the... New half shekels that will be still coming in uh, later. So when it's uh, when they're going to have the next time of of um, going in and you know taking out more um, more donations, so um, they they want to make sure that they are taking from the new ones, right? Like Gabi said before so the new half shekels would be piled up above this piece it's like a divider piece of leather um so they would be piled up on top of it and then this would repeat itself right they would um they would you know have the second you know and um and then they would, again, cover the leftovers with leather, with a sheet of leather. Okay, but then it would not happen after the third time. Uh, right after the third time, they're not gonna need, you know, they won't get any more money from that year. So basically, you have a bunch of coins piled up in, you know, in some sort of vessel, and you know, you you want to separate them into like three different parts. So you only need really two separations, right? Something like
0: that. Okay. Um, Gabi, Did we talk about yet sh- about um, different years? Or... I think it's going to go into that. Okay. The first... Um, Donations from the Treasury House um, would be taken from the shekels that came from the people that lived in Israel. Then, afterwards, uh, the second uh, group of donations would be gathered from the people that lived in lands near Eretz Israel, near Israel. Because they didn't, they weren't able to get their shekels uh, to the Beit Hamikdash until uh, the uh, beginning of the new month of uh, Nissan. Now, the third, the third um, donations, um, third group of donations would be from the people from even further away, like Babylon, like Bavel, Babylonia, Madai. Uh, media and other media mm-hmm. and um and other uh further away lands um because they wouldn't be able to, they wouldn't be bringing their shekels all the way until uh Shavuot, so like almost two months uh later than the second group, right? So, Moed Arikharachumah Hashnia, um.
1: And again, we said that the times for, the three times in the year for bringing these half shekels would be a, um, would be juxtaposed to the three major festivals, Pesach, Shavuot,
0: and Sukkot, Passover. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, so, So, Kol So, So, the different times that we had mentioned, um, about the different dates in the year like you're saying around the holiday times it it um it uh, the rabbis made sure that it spread it out enough time that people would be able to get their their shekels to the bet amidash um within that year and we'd be able to gather um we'd be able to gather half shekels from people from all the different lands it wouldn't just be from the locals or from you know, if we were just doing it once a year, but later, then it would be mostly from, the new stuff would be mostly from people far away or people, depending on how far away you were, that's when it came in. And we would um, make sure to take from everyone. Yeah.
1: There's like a percentage chance that your shekel, your half shekel was used.
0: Unless you were from the house of Robin and Gumbel and you made sure that you 100%. dropped it right in there.
1: Use these. Okay we are going to start Perek in today's podcast. At least do the intro. Okay? So Perek Chapter 4. HaPerek HaRevi'i HaTrumah Okay, so the, um, we call this chapter HaTrumah, because that's the first word in the first Mishnah of this Perek. So it's going to talk about the destination for the half shekel coin. So we had talked in the past about um, I the maintenance for the temple but there's other things that they use it for as well so let's see what they are so here um, what we love about the Mishnah Mishpachtit before we get right into the Mishnah it helps give us um, a bit of a um, lexicon you know different uh, terminology that we're going to need to be familiar with so here we go Tshumat Miklal Hashkalim note Okay, so when we say Chumat halishka, right, the um, the donation from the ch- um, treasury house. So those are coins that were separated from and, and withdrawn from the half shekels in order to purchase um, offerings. Corbanot. Okay, next term shiare halishka, hakesef belishka achar Okay, so shire are the leftovers, um, and that is the money that is left over after they take their first um, withdrawal that we talked about at the beginning of this podcast. Motar um, shire halishka. So what does that mean? halishka shakfar mi Okay, I think that means that once they... It's the money that's left over after they've already, let's say, purchased the offerings. Is that what it means? After it already fulfilled its. Yeah, um, it could destiny. even
0: be after. Yeah. Purpose. Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, I think okay. so because the next one talks about other things besides for the korbanot. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Motar hatrumah hakasef shenotar mitrumat halishka bis hashana. So Motaha Truma, before everything was something Halishka. Now this is Motaha uh, Truma is the money that is left over from at the end of the year from the from this whole, you know, donation in the treasury house. Okay, and the Mishnah's in the future, the Mishnayot in the future will talk about what um, they're going to use the rest of this money for. Okay, so the main purpose was for the Korbanot, and then they had other, other um, purposes for it. Thank you for joining us.
0: See you next time.
1: Mishnah Yom,
0: Mishnah Bayom at Home. Hi, we at Mishnah Bayom at Home would like to endorse dailygiving.org. We've been learning about Shkalim and the Chetzi Shekel that all the Jewish people bring, um, as a beautiful way that all the Jewish people can donate same amount um, to the Beit HaMikdash for communal offerings and things like that. Dailygiving.org is a way that nowadays everyone can give a dollar a day and donate to very nice causes and give tzedakah in a very meaningful way where you can see where your dollar goes every day. They send you um, updates daily, um, where your dollar goes daily. It um, gives you a little explanation about the charity um, and what the cause is, and, um, and they tell you that your dollar is one of, you know. Uh, thank God it's growing, so one of thousands of dollars that are gonna be donated on that day um, to these charities. And it's a very special feeling that you feel like you're part of something bigger than yourself, even though everyone's only giving a dollar. It's like the half shekel, even though you're only it seems like you're giving a small donation. But when the entire Jewish people get together and give a small donation, it adds up quick. And so um, any, anyone listening out there that's lo- looking for a very meaningful charity to give to, um, you know, they, own, they ask for a dollar a day. And um, it's just, it's very meaningful when you see all these dollars add up to thousands of dollars a day being given to tremendous organizations. Um, So check them out at dailygiving.org.